We are the remnant. 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 What happened to the church, to the living, powerful, transformative, nation-shaking Christianity? What they're trying to do is completely demolish Western civilization and then to rebuild it in a just society. How do you break down American Christianity? I think the problem today in our culture is many of our words have been co-opted and stolen and dumbed down and reversed. Social justice is sold as something that it isn't. Critical race theory is sold as something that it isn't. Whiteness has caused blindness of heart. Whiteness has caused blindness of heart. When you preach victimization, it always leads to vengeance and vice. Us against them, me against you, I want my pound of flesh. American churches today are where the universities were 10 years ago. Pretty heavily Marxist. They're not quite there yet, but they're well on the way. Many of the seminaries and Bible colleges are definitely already there. That message that they're going out and taking the world is not, you need to repent of your sin, receive Christ. Instead, the message that you actually have is they are under the weight of racism or sexism or homophobia, and then we need to unify them together. I'm gay, I'm 29, I'm a youth pastor in New Jersey. I'm straight, and I'm also a youth pastor in New Jersey. We're planning on sharing life together for the rest of our lives, which we're not totally sure what that looks like. Obviously, Nick is straight, and he does plan on getting married. Uh, when he has a wife one day, she'll make those decisions with us. The future damage of what we're doing now is just going to be enormous. The entire fabric of family, personal wealth, private property, all of those things are out the door. And everything is the state. They believe the state is God. They don't define justice the same way as the scripture. Oh no, it's going to be an equality all right. And it's going to be a totalitarian Marxist justice. Everybody, welcome back. I am very excited to have an amazing pastor that has taken a stand. He's the pastor of Cornerstone World Outreach, and he made an amazing docufilm, which we're going to talk about today, Enemies Within the Church. His name is Pastor Kerry Gordon. Pastor Kerry, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you and great to meet you. Thank you. You as well. And I can already tell we're of like mind. I watched your film and uh, just amazing the way that you've presented this situation there. There's really an infiltration within the body of Christ that's taken place and it's taken place over the course of many years. And I believe we're in a season. In fact, the Lord showed me it's almost like a Mount Carmel moment. You know, we're, we're mm. literally here at Mount Carmel and, and there's the people of God that are standing for the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then there's the prophets of Baal and they're being exposed. So it's like a moment of expose and your film does just that. So uh, why don't you just, you know, get us started by telling us, you know, how did this whole thing come about? Uh, where did the idea for the film? How did, how did this all start? Well, thank you. Um, where it really started was a, a previous film. Our, our director, Judd Saul, 
you know, he, he actually went to school to become a filmmaker and he's done 15, 15 or 16 movies in his career. And he had done the previous movie that was just called The Enemies Within. And it was a documentary um, giving hard evidence that um, well over 100 members of the United States Congress, uh, both you know, primarily Democrats, but there, there were some agents, in, even in the Republican right. Party, were card-carrying communists. And so he went through the – people don't realize it, that it takes several years to make a really good documentary. It's a lot of work that goes into it, a lot of research, a lot of study, lots of interviews. And so throughout that process, he got used to the buzzwords. They infiltrated communist gatherings that were strictly political gatherings, and they got used to the language that they were speaking. And after he finished the movie, he learned a lot, of course. When you're making a documentary film, you do learn a lot about yeah. what's going on. And so he was so used to hearing the kind of lingo and language that was being used by the hard left and the political spectrum of the United States. He went back home to his home church, which was a Southern Baptist church in particular, and went to church and realized that their, their previous pastor had retired and they got a new pastor. And so this guy's young and he's come right out of the seminary. And he's like, wait a minute. And the, the new pastor is using the same language that he was accustomed to hearing from hard leftists in the political mm. world. And he's like, what is going on? Do, do they mean the same thing? So in his own church, there was an infiltration of leftist communist speak. Yeah. And it really upset him and concerned him. So he started digging deeper and he came to me uh, and told me about what was going on and said, um, I, I'm uncovering that there, there's a massive infiltration of uh leftists inside evangelicalism and they're sweeping through all the denominations people do not realize how pervasive it is right. i am blown away with what i'm discovering will you help me make a movie because i feel like i have to have a pastor address other pastors i can't do this uh, and you're yeah. the only guy i know that might be willing to do it and i said yes and so we spent three and a half years interviewing i think some of the right. wisest people in the world and uncovering evidence uh, all over the place. Um, initially, it was going to be an international film, and we had scheduled to interview um, um, thought leaders in the church in about nine different nations. And then COVID-19 hit, and all the travel was destroyed, and we couldn't go. But um, we are still thinking through uh, the next two to three movies that will come because of this one. We learned so much. There's just no way to put it in in two hours. So right. um, it's it's an amazing movie. It's difficult to watch, as you well know, if you saw it. It's very heavy. Yes. It's sad. It's disappointing. You'll get angry. But I tell you, if you'll stick through to the end, you'll hear the gospel preached, and it will bless you and put strength and fire in your bones to keep being right. who you are for Jesus in the midst of a wicked and adulterous generation. 100%. You, you, you articulate that in such a great way. You know, it's exactly right. I mean, I've been seeing this uh, in the seminaries, you know, in different churches. Uh, we saw Reverend Jeremiah Wright during the Obama administration with yes. Black Liberation Theology. Uh, these yeah. are all syncretism. And, you know, it, it's, 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 it's exactly what the Bible talks about. Church of Laodicea, leaven, uh, compromise, uh, infiltration. And, you know, the Bible said in the last days this would happen. Well, here we are. And so, you know, it, none of this should really be a surprise. But, 
yet right. people are being deceived in the droves. Now, I do think there's a lot of people that are waking up, and that's good. And you're doing basically what Jesus did, where you know he told stories and parables, and you're bringing it audio and visual through these docufilms to people that learn that way, which I'm one of those people. So it really helps me to understand. Yes. Uh, you know, I can imagine how how has the church responded uh, to you in particular when you know you, you're behind this film and you're involved in it? How do they respond? Are they are they receptive? Are they are, are oh, you yes. seeing persecution? Okay, so yeah, please please share that with us. Well, you know, you're always going to have both, and the overwhelming response is thank God someone finally addressed <laughs> yes. us because there's a lot of wonderful Christian people that are just frustrated all over the United That's States. Right. They're struggling. They know things are wrong. I think everybody with half a brain knows something's terribly wrong in the United terribly. States. I mean, we're yep. in trouble. We have really, really muffed it here. And one yeah. of the things that we try to do with the film is it, it's easy to know something's wrong, but, but can you determine how we got here? Right. What, what caused us to unravel as a nation? How did we get to a place where the Supreme Court shamelessly admits during COVID shutdowns, well, if we upheld the First Amendment the way it's written, it could be the end of us all. So they just chuck the Constitution and the limits, the Constitution and the First Amendment out the window with no shame at all and just basically suspend constitutional law and then become tyrants and close down businesses that they don't have the authority to do. Close right. down churches, which they definitely have no business doing while they leave you know, liquor stores and bowling alleys running just fine throughout the pandemic. And yeah. um, so how did we get here? That's, that's the question, the rhetorical question that we answer in the film. And we boil it down by looking at American history. We actually go all the way back to uh, the 1500s. And we say that there's three big ideas that uh, Christianity adopted that were not biblically accurate. And those three theological ideas really are central to us losing our freedom, um, frankly, losing the power that we're supposed to have as a church, and right. seeing a massive epic failure in evangelism. Uh, Barna Research, the last data I looked at, it's been a while, forgive me if I'm off a percent or two, but basically this, this is very frightening. These are people that go to church every week, only 6% of the population of the United States of America that call themselves Christian, 6%, only that number has a biblical worldview. That wow. means they're living in practical atheism while singing songs about Jesus and raising their hands at church if they're charismatic. They do not understand uh, God's law. They don't understand objective truth from the Bible and how to apply it to their everyday decision-making. And this is because mm -hmm. they're not being taught Yes. by their pastors. They're being yes. given anecdotes and stories about little girls that lost their puppy but found hope or whatever it is they're yep. talking about. Yep. My dad used to call it Reader's Digest sermons. Everybody's Seriously. getting these entertainment little little nice uh, comedy moments or something on Sunday, but they don't know anything. They don't right. know how to apply the Bible. So they yeah. make decisions just like any practical pagan. And they use situational ethics. So the movie answers the question, how did we get here? What happened right. to the United States? Why is the church failing? Why are so many people like by the millions not getting saved in the United States? Whatever right. happened to those big tent meetings where a, a fiery preacher preached the yeah. gospel, screaming and shouting and waving his arms and spitting fire and people right. wept and came to the front and said, I repent, I repent, God forgive yes. me. What happened to that? 
Uh, it went somewhere and there's a reason. And the movie shows you exactly what it is. Three big words, three big ideas that really wrecked the Western church. And we believe that cultures downstream from the, the religion of a society, yeah. the, the religious strength of a society determines its culture. Right. And then that culture will determine its political problems right. or political solutions. But what's happened is through the relevant movement in the church, the church has voluntarily said, we want to be downstream from culture. Yep. So that the culture right. will like us more. And then now look at our politics. What a disaster that is. So exactly. we've got things out of order. The movie doesn't just show us what's wrong. We end the movie with powerful solutions. There is something that we can all do together. There are corrections that we've got to make in our pulpits. There's yes. adjustments we have to make in our local churches. The gospel is the most powerful message in the world. There is no regime, no military, no authority that can withstand the power of the real gospel of the Bible being declared the way God wants it declared in his pulpit. There's, there's no problem that can't be solved by the preaching of the real gospel. There's no sickness, no disease, no pandemic that cannot be destroyed with the flick of the finger of the Lord Jesus Christ, our healer. Nothing can be stopped when God's on the move, but he's looking for people that will obey him and be faithful. And so... We don't just address the problem. It's not just a movie complaining. We actually have solutions. And at the end of the movie, we have an action plan. And I hope that everyone listening will hear me out. Go to enemieswithinthechurch.com. Stream the movie, buy the DVD. If you still use a DVD player, whatever you need to do, watch this movie. See for yourself if it ministers to you and helps you. And then get as many other people to watch it as you possibly can. Absolutely. Every church should be playing this movie. And this is something that the Lord has given us as a tool, uh, the research that you did to, you know, expose this and especially very timely, by the way, you know, we're watching truckers up in Canada stand for yes. freedom. Thank God. You know, imagine, I mean, I see I'm out here in Nashville, Tennessee, Pastor Kerry, and I'm going to tell yeah. you. There's like a church on almost every corner. I mean, there's as many yes. churches as there are Starbucks, okay? Yes. And, and, and you would think that this church, I mean, this city should be like, you know, totally in revival. Now, there are some churches that I believe are beginning to see revival, and there are some powerful sure. things happening. But could you imagine if all those churches were speaking of these things and standing for the entirety of the gospel and getting people saved and set free and healed and delivered and not just, you know, preaching those types of little fluffy messages like you're talking about, but instead really taking a stand and being the head and not the tail could you yes. imagine the impact on the community which would then reverberate throughout the country or throughout the world and so you know i really believe it's high time that the pastors become the truckers you know i mean yeah not for the truckers but we need to be the ones standing and leading the yes. culture and so this movie got me fired up because it's exactly what we've already known and i've been seeing you know, i've been to three different conferences this year of of denominations okay and right. uh, I will tell you, in every one of those three, maybe in a little bit different way, but the same, the same devil, I saw this infiltration of this wokeism, and it's very yeah. egregious, and it's very yes. concerning. And I see people like they're just sitting back, and they're like, well, we don't want to ruffle any feathers, you know, yeah. we don't want to, we don't want to say anything about it. But it is an absolute, it's just like a disease that that's that's permeating yeah. and so it has to be called out and it's a lie from the pit of hell and that's what you're doing pastor is you're calling this out and uh, i think it was anointed i really do i mean this is an anointed message and so uh are people reaching out you know from all over the country and the world i mean what type of response are you getting from christians 
you know, every single day I get messages and, and I'm staggered. I just said this yesterday at one of our movie meetings is we have weekly meetings with the crew and the team and uh, the people that are hosting the website and go through, you know, what's going on and what's the next step. And I think this is like the 58th interview that some member of our movie team has conducted today. And yeah. so there's a lot of media every single day I get messages and they, they track me down. They, they find our Bible school and send a message through the admin, uh, if, you know, the admin email that the church office gets phone calls and uh, yeah. people find my Facebook stuff and send me messages. And almost every day I get several messages with people saying, thank you so much for making this movie. It had yes. such an impact and it helped us understand what we were going through. We, we knew something was wrong and we, all these problems are happening in our church. And now we understand and many of them had said, we took our pastor and had him watch it. It really helped him. So a Good. lot of people are getting help and it's encouraging. I think one of the, for me, you know, I've been a pastor for 28 years and yeah. my dad was a pastor for 50 years. And my grandfather was a pastor for 60 years before that. Wow. So pastoring wow. is a, it, it's important to me and I love pastors and yeah. I, I really care about the body of Christ. And I think one of the most precious comments is, I had a minister, he actually came to the premiere from out of state and he, he went to our premiere. Actually, no, he was in my state. He's about six hours away now that I think about it. And he watched the film and he didn't understand all this stuff until he saw it. And right. he said, I am so beat up and so tired of pastoring. And he's seasoned pastor. He's probably been in there 25 years. Yeah. And he said, when I got to the end of this movie, I felt like fire went back inside me to mm -hmm. keep going. Yeah, he said, I was yeah. just ready to retire and walk away. But this movie has encouraged me to keep moving forward as a minister and as a church. And that's exciting yeah. to me because I know a lot of ministers get beat up and they get tired of dealing with problem people. And this yeah. movie, I think God is using it to encourage a lot of pastors. It's not just a complaint. We actually right. have solutions. Absolutely. You know, I think this whole uh, time period that we're in, you know, what we saw with the 2020 election and just, you know, a lot of the discouragement things that came from that, you know, is God is shaking the church and there's a separation, you know, from yeah. the wheat, from the chap that we were noticing this, there's a separation and, you know, we couldn't have continued to go on as business as usual. There had to no. be a change. And so we're in this very pivotal time. And, you know, I say there's like a rising remnant, you know, that's happening. Right yes. now. God is raising up a remnant, you know, and, and for a time as this. And so it's encouraging to see that. And we're, we're coming out from among them, you know, and, and really consecrating. And that's what the body of Christ needs to do because he comes back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. And so, you know, everybody's kind of doing their part. You know, when, when you're like Isaiah and you say, send me, I'll go, you know, that's what you've done is God gave you a vision and he gave you this film and this film is waking people up. And uh, I'm just so thankful that people like yourself that are answering the call and it's all part of this greater movement of the Lord that he's doing right now. And so even though there's, there's egregious things, there's challenging things that the answer to your point is the body of Christ is Jesus. Yes. He is the answer to all these things. And, and once people catch that fire, there's nothing that can stop it. You know, I know you got to go, so I'll just uh, give you a final thought in just a second, but you know, they did this, um, this study communist China, and they were looking at America and they said, what is it that made America so successful? You know, and, and I think you talked about that in the film, right? And, and what yes. it was, was, uh, you know, the, the, the church, the body of Christ. Yes. Can, you, can you just speak on that before we go and then give us some final thoughts? Absolutely. Um, I was flying into Washington, D.C. I talk about this in the film and uh, I had just grabbed a book. I thought, well, that looks interesting. I started reading this book. And in, in the opening area of the book, it's chronicling a massive study by the 
communist Chinese on the West. Like, why has Western civilization been so successful? And, you know, of course, they look, they're looking at us as their arch nemesis because right. they believe that the state gives permission for the individual to exist. And Western civilization has declared that the uniquely created individual gives permission for the state to exist. Those are incompatible worldviews. So they look at us as the enemy and that we need to change our opinion to think like them, not vice versa. So they studied us sort of like they would, you know, study a germ under a yeah. laboratory microscope. Why is America so powerful? Why does it have a huge military? Why do they have so much money? Why are they doing better than us? I think that's what it gets down to. Right. And it was the Chinese Academy of Social Sciences, which you realize this is a communist regime, an atheist yep. people. Yep. And they studied the West for over 20 years. And then they published their findings. And they basically said, we thought it might be because you had better guns. That wasn't it. We thought it was because you had um, more money. And that wasn't it. They boiled it down and made this statement. It's public. It's been published. And they said, the single greatest source of the greatness of the West is its connection to Christianity. Yeah. And they said, free market thought, capitalist thought, the way that your, your money is handled originally, not now necessarily, but originally, right. Right. was the direct result of Christian theology. And it, it, oh I just, I wept as the plane landed. I was literally landing in Washington, D.C., reading a publication from communist atheists saying that the the reason America is great is because of Christianity. And I'm, I'm landing there thinking, you know, almost no one in this city, Washington, D.C., understands the importance of what I'm doing as a preacher of the gospel or what you're doing. They don't think that the source of our greatness is Christianity. They think the source of our greatness is them. Yep. And, and yet the irony that the communists know America is yep. powerful because of Christianity Americans are jettisoning Christianity as often as they can. We're like a scourge to them. They don't want Christian influence in anything. That's right. But we're, we're, our thinking, our belief in Jesus, our understanding of God's law was essential to the foundation of the country. Without the church, without Christianity, there would be no America. That's right. And that's a historical fact, probably yes. for another show. But please go to enemieswithinthechurch.com and watch a movie that will have a tremendous positive impact on you and on your church family. Absolutely. We highly recommend it. I've seen the film. It's amazing. I'm going to watch it again because it's one of those films. You got to kind of watch a couple of times to, to get it all in. Leave. Yeah, but a lot uh, of Pastor people are saying they watch it two and three times. Yeah, I'm telling you, you have to because there's things that you miss and you want to be equipped, and it's really educational and it's it's equipping the body of Christ to understand the enemy that's within and how to defeat it, and gives us some action at the end, which is amazing. And so, yeah. Pastor, thank you. We're going to be praying for your efforts. We want to support your efforts. We're going to put the uh, link below so that people can know. And uh, thank you so much for for doing this, man. We're praying for you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. God bless everybody listening. God bless you. I hope your ministry just thrives. We need guys like you if we're going to get the country back. Thank you, sir. And we'd love to have you on again soon. Pastor Kerry Gordon, we'll be back with the Todd Coconato Show. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato, and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries, and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. 
So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. We really feel called of God to get this information out, but we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconato.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O dot com slash give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you.